All right, it's Todd and Jay. Fern is MIA. I'm worried about him, but he might pop on at some point. I think he's probably prepping for next week when we're going to be in California watching you do all 16 of those back squats before you crumble to the ground. So he might be getting ready just to laugh at you or something like that. I feel like I put that out there and I am going to have to do it, but I didn't mean it when I said it. <laughs> yeah, we knew that because you know you can't do it. So yeah, I got you. I feel so here's the reality. I don't want to do it, but I know I can do it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. <laughs> There's only one way to see if that's true. I don't trust that it is, but we will see. I think it's like all CrossFit workouts and it's like the CrossFit Open. You don't want to do it, but it's a necessary part of life. I agree with that. Yeah, it's like the the most wonderful, terrible, terrible time of the year. Exactly. And this year, we've had that twice. It's like two Christmases or like Hanukkah for me, right? Every year we get eight days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me ask you a question. Growing up as a kid, were you guys jealous of Jewish kids that they had eight days of Hanukkah? Did that even cross your mind? No idea. All I knew is that I got presents on Christmas morning. Yeah, so, you know, this episode's up on Wednesday, and it's actually Yom Kippur, which is the, basically the highest holiday of the year. It's a really important holiday in the Jewish religion, and Roz is like, do I have to get you presents? What do you, yeah, what are you going to do to celebrate? (laughs) Um, I'll go to my parents. I don't even, I don't do anything. I think being Jewish is this weird thing where it's kind of like, it's almost like your ethnicity, right? Like, hey, what are you? You're Jewish, you know, but you don't really need to do anything to stay like we don't do anything to remain caucasian if you will like it's just you know what i mean like that's just what we do (laughs) and it's like people ask you all the time like what's your what's your ethnicity jewish people say jewish but it's like no that's your religion but point is whether you're practicing or not because i don't do anything you know you you still have these kind of what would i call you know you still have these traditions yeah so I have to go to my parents, eat some smoked salmon, because that's what Jewish people do. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna contribute to this conversation. I'm gonna keep it as is. We're good. You know, our handful of Jewish people will completely empathize with what I'm saying. Yeah, know? yeah. I wonder what percentage of CrossFit coaches are Jewish. Maybe you can put that out on a on a, on a poll. All right, if you're a Jewish listener, hopefully you're not listening to this episode on Wednesday because it is the holiday and you should be in temple. But if you are listening, if you are listening, let me know. I want to hear, I want to hear from our Jewish uh, fans. So let, let's bring it to the open, Todd. You run a really successful CrossFit Open at Drive Fitness. You have a show that you put out every week. Your members are really excited about it. You get a big percentage of your community doing it. Let's let's talk about what a box owner can do well to make the open, especially this year. It's going to be a challenge, right? We had to get our, our members hyped up in February. Now we have to do it again in October. What are some of the things you've changed maybe over the course of the year? Because I know, like you said, you've done some good things, but what are, what are some of the things you already know you're going to change? Well, the big big thing for us is we just try to make it a big celebration. It's at the end of the day, it's just another workout that we're going to be doing each week. So whether it's the open or not, everybody's going to be doing a workout in the gym on Fridays. Uh, These workouts just are slightly different because you can enter your score on 
a, uh, a website that the world can see rather than just the, the members of your gym. So um, we just try to make it a celebration, kind of clue people in on what it is. It's an opportunity to, to um, celebrate and be a part of the greater CrossFit community. And it's something that we want everybody to take part in because it's also something that, you know, it's not necessarily a competition in our eyes. It's, it's a celebration, like I said before, because we don't have anybody that, that is thinking that it's their way to qualify for the CrossFit Games. It's just a way to, to throw down and work a little bit harder and, and, and celebrate with the, with the greater community. So it's something that we always enjoy doing. So, okay, so let me ask you a part A, part B question. Part A is how, as a box owner, do you talk to your members and have them understand that this is important for them to sign up? Because like you said, if you don't have any delusion of going to the CrossFit Games, what is the benefit of doing the Open? So A, and then B, how do you do that a second time this year? Yeah, I think one in years past, the way we've gotten people to sign up is we just pretty much tell it, tell them, hey, this is a thing that we are doing. You need to go to this website and sign up for it. Um, and I don't think we even communicated that this is how you qualify for regionals when that was the thing. And this is how you qualify for the games. It was more like, hey, this is this, this big online competition. We're all going to be doing it. So you need to take part in it as well. Sign up and, um, you know, we'll lead you along the way throughout the weekends. Um, and I think we try to be very selective on what we ask our members to do throughout the year, like on what things we want them to take part in and where we try to push them to, to do different things. So I think that what that lends us to is that when we ask them to do something, typically they trust us and they, they do it. So in years past, we've asked them to sign up for the open because it's something that everybody in the gym is going to do. So the majority of the people have done that. Um, it, over the years, it's evolved. We turned it into uh, the team competition, kind of like the intramural open in years past. Um, but we've always tried to make it as inclusive as possible. So instead of having like team captains and dividing or having people pick individuals or dividing the gym into teams based on who actually signs up on the game site. Uh, previously, we've always gone through and divided the gym up into four different teams um, and you're on a team whether you sign up on the game's website or not. And then we try to incentivize people to earn points by doing the things that we want them doing in the gym anyways. So that's, you know, signing in when they walk in the door. That's entering their scores. And SugarWad, that's the system we use to, to keep track of scores. That's, you know, taking part in whatever sort of team activity we have set up for that week, whether it's wearing team colors or some sort of costume or something like that. Um, and then also you get, you get team points in years previously for entering scores on the game's website because those are the type of things that we want people doing. Um, those are the behaviors that we want to incentivize over the course of the five weeks. Yeah, I mean, you uh, we, can look at it almost like a reboot, if you will, for the gym, reminding members of these good behaviors and, and patterns that you wanted them to do all year round. And it also reminds me, I don't know if you went to like camp when you were a kid, there used to be a week of color wars. Do you remember that? Did you go to camp? Was that a Jewish camp that you went to, Jay? <laughs> you know, it was a Jewish camp. But I'm pretty sure like any day camp had like a color wars week. You'd be assigned to a team and you'd be like blue or red. And, you know, throughout the week, it would be one day where you do wear that color. One day where we'd be like, you know, crazy sock day. So you're doing like fun stuff. And I think for a lot of adults, as silly as it is, it's 
hey, they go to work nine to five every day. It's fun for them to put on their craziest pair of socks or wear an 80s outfit, you know, to reminisce about their heyday. Now, how do you determine who leads those teams? Um, so we, we didn't necessarily have leaders on the team. We would go through and try to divide teams equally. And, and by equally, we would put um, the same number of coaches on each team because we expect the coaches to lead the way as far as the behaviors go. Um, we've got to, you know, lead from the front and do all the things we want our athletes to do. And then from there, we would pretty much make a list of like athletes that we were like, we know for sure that these people are going to sign up on the games website. So that's going to get them those points. We know that these people are going to definitely make it to every gym and do that stuff. And we try to equally distribute the people across the teams in order to try to make a pretty close and fair competition throughout the, the course of the five weeks. And does it get um, he, does it get heated though? Do you do you see what do you what would you say you see more of the competition of people coming out like the ugly side of it or the camaraderie? Oh, definitely the camaraderie. It's it, it we haven't had anything ugly other than the first year that we did it. We had these every week. We had every the first year that we did the the intramural or the team version of this thing. We had these five points that would be awarded to uh, to team spirit. Um, on a weekly basis and that one got out of control we had a like a full marching band one one Friday night come through we had so somebody the, hired a marching band well yeah they had they they knew people that were in a band and we had like five or six people show up and their team was doing a marching band through this thing we had all kinds of crazy things so much so that if by week number five because the point spread was so close there was some people on a team that had hired a helicopter to fly in two of the people that were throwing down on the, like the Thursday night version of this thing. Yeah. They had already got the green light from our landlord. They had hired the helicopter. They green lighted everything. And then finally at the last minute, one of the people who was one of our coaches that was going to do the workout was like, I cannot do this. This is not right. And so, it, you know, it got a little, uh, got a little crazy. I think that year we also had farm animals in the gym where they brought goats or something because that was one of the team names. So the, the, the team spirit awards, because it was so subjective, got a little offhand to make sure that people won. And so we had to put the stop to that going forward. But yeah, the competition piece of it, it was more people just had fun. We, we didn't incentivize the scores of the workouts because that's not something that we, we are too concerned with. So we didn't want to... Um, you know, make that a big part of the, a big part of the competition, but it always made it a good time. And like you said before, we've always had uh, a really good percentage of people that sign up on the game site, but then also take part in the open on a weekly basis. Now, because we're doing it the second time this year, and I think people are still kind of coming down from, from the last time we did it, we're switching things up a little bit. Um, and instead of dividing the gym into four different teams, we are going to, we're going to be one collective team. Um, and instead of having people earn points for their team, we're going to use those same behaviors that we want to incentivize and what those are going to be, um, or what they're going to lead to are entries into a raffle. So every week of the open, we've got a business from the community that is going to sponsor that week. And so we're going to promote that business. They've also donated something that we can raffle off at the end of the week. So people that show up and do the, the behaviors that we want, they are going to earn more raffles or more entries into the raffle. 
then we can uh, award them different prizes, which will be really, really cool. Um, we'll have different things like in years past that people celebrate and dress up as each week. Um, and then collectively over the course of the five weeks, each of those behaviors continue to enter or provide entries into a raffle. And at the end of the five weeks, we've got some grand prizes and one big raffle. And that's going to include things like free um, month to, to the gym, free entry into specialty programs that we run, free personal training and things like that. So still trying to incentivize uh, participation, but now instead of the pressure of trying to have to uh, earn points for your team, you are just earning entries for yourself um, to potentially win these, these grand prizes. So it's a new way that we're doing it this year and we're excited about it. And it seems like the rest of the community and everybody else is excited as well. Will you still do your open recap show? Yeah, we'll still have our update show. Um, really, that's going to be used to highlight um, the, the sponsors that we have for the month and then to inform our members on what's coming up for that specific week. We're also each week going to do something slightly different. Like So for this first week, um, on Thursday night, we're going to watch the open announcement, and then right after it's announced, all of the coaches are going to throw down and do the workout kind of to kick off the open. Um, we've got Halloween over the course of the open this, this time through. So we're going to have one week where it's dress up in costumes. We're not going to be doing the Thursday night thing every single week. Um, so we'll use that update show to inform our, our members on what we're doing that week and what they can expect and who the sponsor is going to be and what the raffle is going to be included for that specific week. So you'll be throwing down this Thursday. This Thursday night. So there's going to be a score out there, Jay, that you can probably know what it is and see what, uh, see what you can do to, to, to try to get that elusive one victory that you've yet to have <laughs> over the course of all of the Open so far. So what, what's your prediction? I've quit playing that game. I have no idea. I know it's going to be good. I will say this. I do have one prediction for this year of the Open. I don't know if you were paying attention to CrossFit.com. Did you happen to take, take a look and see what workouts showed up over the course of this weekend? Ooh, no, I didn't look at this past weekend. So they posted the, uh, the dumbbell lunge, step up, strict handstand push-up and handstand walk workout last, on Saturday. That yeah, was from, from two years ago, right? Was that no, last? No, it was from, yeah, from this last year's open, but they didn't label it as an open workout. They just labeled it as a workout. Um, so falling in line with what they did for the games this year, where they posted the, uh, the opening workout of the games on CrossFit.com the night before, uh, that's my assumption. And that's my prediction is that is our repeat for this year. Uh, so I'll be inter interested to see if that's actually the case. That's, that's the only prediction I got. I agree. I believe it'll be either a repeat or a classic girl workout. You know, we, we, Which, what do you, what do you mean for the, for the repeat in general? For the benchmark workout of the year? Or what are you saying? Or the first week? A little of both. I think, I think we'll definitely, we always see a repeat, but I do think whether it's a repeat in week one or at somewhere down the road, we're going to see a classic girl workout like we've never seen before. You know, we've seen variations of Diane in the workout you're referring to. We've seen variations of Fran with, you know, rounds of 15 or climbing reps, but we've never actually seen a true girl workout. And I think we'll yeah. see that this year straight up for time and then see what the best in the world can do. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if that's the case. Yeah. What are some other things, you know, box owners or coaches are listening to this as well as athletes. And we would encourage everyone to do it. It's just, you know, it's part of the culture. 
it, you can believe what you want about CrossFit right now. You can believe what you want about having a second open. But if you do CrossFit, this is kind of part of what you do every year. Compare yourself to the past. Um, compare yourself to friends around the world. Like Todd and I will be going at it, you know, from a distance. But what are, what are some of the other little things you might encourage a box owner to do around this time of year to, you know, it doesn't really matter if people sign up, but use this as an opportunity to just grow the community of their box. Yeah, I, I think the big thing is just to make it about how fun it is, the celebration of it. And, and here's, here's the deal. At the end of the day, if you sign up on the, on the CrossFit Games website, and you know that you have to enter your score for whatever reason, it means a little bit more and therefore you're going to push a little bit harder. And it's funny because I promise you, no one's like searching my name to see how well I did. But for whatever reason, in my I head, am. I'm like, yeah, I exactly. Am. And you're the person I'm going to text and tell the score to anyways. But I think so much of us get caught up in what our scores are going to be and we are so worried that everybody we know or everybody in the world is going to be looking at our score on the leaderboard. And if we can't put that score out there that we think that we should, we don't want to sign up for the open and, and put our scores in. But it's like, heads up, nobody's looking at your score. Nobody cares. Like, nobody's searching Jason Ackerman out there on the oh. I think well, maybe you. more yeah, people yeah. are searching me than you, but yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to laugh, <laughs> to get a good chuckle out of this thing, but it's like, you're not going to be up at the top of the leaderboard, so nobody's going to see your score. So, um, you know, one, signing up and putting, putting yourself out there is going to make you push a little bit harder. I don't know why that's the case, but that is the case. Um, so I encourage, encourage box owners to, uh, to, to try to push their athletes to do that. Um, but in order for them to have any credibility doing that, they need to do the same thing themselves. They need to be the ones signing up. They also need to be the ones throwing down and doing the workouts and being okay, just giving it everything you've got and whatever that score is, you enter it on the website. And, you know, if you have to scale for that week or whatever happens, you just put it out there and do that. Um, and then just try to make it fun. It's an opportunity to push yourself. It's, it shouldn't be an opportunity where, you get so stressed out about what your score is going to be because that's the only thing that we care about and focus on that there's people that are like, well, I'll do the open workout, but I don't want to enter my score. That's just because, you know, a lot of times they're worried about what their score is going to be, which in the reality of that, it's just another workout. Um, so try to keep it, keep it fun, keep it light um, and try to get as many people involved as possible. It's true. There are workouts every year in the open is a part of that where you get nervous beforehand when it really doesn't matter, but isn't that that's, another workout, but that's, that's the, the fun part. Yeah. That's yeah. the beauty of CrossFit. Like how many things, you know, in, in our lives, most of the listeners out there, like how many things us included, do we do that actually challenge us and make us grow very few once you're an adult on a regular basis. Yeah, or making that yeah, yeah, that make you potentially a little bit nervous. You know that it matters a little bit more. Why? I have no idea, right? We're not qualifying for anything, um, but it matters a little bit more, which is a good thing. You should feel a little bit nervous and, you know, want to do your best. And every year you continue to hear, you know, story after story of people that got their first double under, chest to bar pull up or toes to bar, bar muscle up or whatever that is. And this is your opportunity to do that. Um, also, with inside the walls of the gym, this is. You know, this is kind of the time of year where me as a coach, I'll allow people to try things that maybe 
I wouldn't let them try in a regular class um, because there is an RX weight out there, an RX movement. And if somebody's close to it, I might let them give it a try for a couple reps as long as they're moving safely and there's no risk. And that's going to be their opportunity to do something that maybe they didn't think they could do or know that they could do. Um, and all of a sudden that's going to propel them forward going into the next year, you know, with a little bit more confidence that they're able to lift a little bit more weight than they thought or do a movement that they weren't sure they were able to do. So give your athletes an opportunity to feel that kind of, that kind of win and, and, and celebrate that with them. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. It is a jumping off or catalyst for a lot of people. You know, when you see them get their first bar muscle up and now all of a sudden a movement they might not have tried or been able to do, they're trying to put in every workout going forward because they know they can do it. It's just yep. when, you, when you feel those nerves, that's typically when you're going to rise to the occasion and show you, show everyone and yourself, most importantly, what you are truly capable of doing. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to show you guys next week at the summit. <laughs> but I'm truly, you know, but the big question in my mind is, am I going to hit a 51st rep just to throw it in your faces? Like, you know, I can keep going like one of those things. I don't see that being the case. So I can't wait. This will be great. Um, speaking of that, we're going to be on the road next week, right? For the second week of the open. And it sounds like you're going to be on the road pretty much the whole entire time. So how what's your approach going to be to the open so you're not really going to be at a home box and able to do the friday night lights thing every week and all of that kind of stuff so how are you going to approach the open are you going to try to make sure that you do every workout are you going to get scored are you going to enter your scores what are your what are your thoughts and how do you still take part in the celebration and all of that yeah it's tough i mean a lot of staff members were always on the road on the weekends period and i'll be on the road a little bit more in the next couple of weeks but I think what I usually try to do is typically, regardless of when I'm traveling for a seminar, I can get it in Friday morning. I don't like to do the whole Thursday night thing. It's late. It's, you know, I'm in bed by that point. It's it. So I'll get up on Friday and hit it. And usually if I can get in a 9 a.m. class at the box, we, we partner up, we team, we, you know, we, we judge for one another whether or not everyone's in the open or I'll, or I'll call up my buddy or Roz. I try not to get Roz to judge me. Because A, she's really a hard judge. She does not let me – like. There's she no, makes you meet the standard? Yes, and I don't she, like she that. She actually makes you get the wall ball over the over the 10-foot line? She doesn't let you throw it to 8-foot? Like yeah. Well, remember back in the day, you know, rep me on those wall balls? Because you didn't even hit the wall or get it high <laughs> enough to the target. That was a bro rep. That was a bro rep. <laughs> and it cost me. It cost me, I think, the win on that. Yeah, right. So, uh, so I usually, and I think I'm like everyone, I'll hit it Friday. I'll check out your score as well as, so I don't really, there's no one I compare to other than the box. You know, I, I look at the people at the box. I like to be in the top. It, when I first moved to, to this area, it was like I could be in the top three. And then I've slowly dropped down because A, people have gotten better and new members have joined. So I'm in like, if and I B, what else? What's what's B? You're not as go ahead and admit it. B, you're not nearly as fit. Number oh, one, you weren't very fit back then. Either. I'm older. I'm older. These are youngsters coming up. Oh, so, okay. you know, it's like you. It's like being a professional. You, you can relate. Like being a professional ball player. Like you're you're hanging on. You're still good. Like I'm still in the majors, <laughs> but I'm watching the college people come up. Like I'm like, who's the next guy that's going to try to bump me off? So, I, I try. If I can hang on to the top. This year at the box, oof, 
it was going to be hard to even be in the top 10. We got a, we got a solid box. Um, but, you know, I'll hit it on Friday. And then, like I said, I'll look at who, who's at the box, how you did. And I will go into it assuming I'm going to hit it once. And I will probably wind up hitting a couple of the workouts twice, even though it's meaningless. We still do that to ourselves. It's meaningless, but it's fun, right? Yeah. If you, uh, if you know that, or if you, if you enjoyed the workout, that might be a reason to do it a second time. Or if you can think, you think you can do a little bit better and it's not going to crush you, why not? I, I used to be one of the guys that was like, one and done, no matter what, this is stupid, my score doesn't matter. Um, and just in the last couple of years, have I decided to, to do a few of them a second time just because I thought the workout was fun. And by the way, I'm going to work out that day anyways. It doesn't really matter what the workout is. If I want to try this one again, let's see what happens. Yeah, and by the way, I think the best workout I had in, in the February Open was the one – there was a two-parter that had the snatch burpee, and then I, th I forget oh, the yeah, other – and then the muscle-up. Yeah, yeah. And I, I literally landed from a red-eye. We were in Hawaii, came back, landed, no sleep. Like, Roz just completely skipped that day. She was like, I'm not going to do the Open this week. And I went in, and I think I had my – I almost finished the entire workout, which I was like five muscle ups away, which for me as my best score at the box. Yeah. You know, that's so just like, but the point is it enforced me. Like there's no way I would have worked out on that day. And yeah. yeah. Or, or worked out hard. Right. Well, definitely not. Yeah. You, you know, in your mind, you would have been like, ah, I'm tired. I just landed no big deal. But I was like, well, here's what they are getting. And my buddy Dan was doing it for the second time. So I kind of had someone to pace off of and, it's it's just a it's a good opportunity. I think everyone should be challenging themselves more. As you and I were discussing before the show, I'm going through a big challenge, and you know, part of me to to relate everything back to me. <laughs> I think recently, you know, I've I've done a lot of reading, and there's a book I like called The Obstacle Is the Way. Have you heard of it? Yep. Great book by Ryan Holiday, and in life I'm trying to look at things as like if I don't want to do this and it looks challenging I probably should do it and I think people should do be open for that reason you know it's for most people I would tell you it's not the $20 it's not the anger about what CrossFit is doing in in health it's nothing other than they're probably just a little scared to show up yeah I, I agree with that for so, whatever reason they think that people are going to be looking at their score which they're not by the way um, and they're worried that their score won't be what, what they expect it to be or hoped it was. Yeah, well, and, and mine will be. I'm very prepared. <laughs> will not, yeah. Will, will be less than, yes, absolutely. So, so, you know what, about two years ago, Roz and I got married, and uh, i got to find the video. I mean, I know where the video is, but I don't want to put the whole video up. But Roz reached out to my friends, some not-so-close friends like Todd, and... <laughs> Asked for some video contribution. Oh, no, it wasn't for the wedding. It was for my 40th birthday. Remember? So Todd oh, yeah. made a real – I'll find it. And it's out there on YouTube, I'm sure. Um, Todd made a funny video about our record of the Open. Have I ever – I won one year, correct? I think, like, the very first year of the Open, you beat me. And then my fitness declined and Todd's rose. And Something like that, yeah. It's been – I've even – it's been – a hard time for to be Jason Ackerman in the open against Todd, but I'm feeling confident this year. This might be your year. This might be your year. I'm still hung over from the, from, from last year's open. I only, I say this all the time. I've got five intense workouts a year 
and uh, I use mine up in February. I'm not ready for these five, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We got our predictions in. Use this as an opportunity. It's not too late. You know, you listen to this on Wednesday. The Open gets announced Thursday. It's not too late. People have until Monday to sign up and get their scores in. So even if you haven't done anything, just make a big deal of the workout on Friday. You know, get people judging each other. We talked about rep shaving last week. You know, we had a lot of people reach out to us about that and simply saying by doing some of the things like partnering up or kind of counting from the side and having conversations, they eliminated a lot of that. So use this as your excuse to partner up and count people's reps. And um, everything comes out in the open and it's going to be a good year. So we're going to be in San Diego, but the op- we won't be there for, the, for any of the open workouts. Right. Because we, we're going to fly home on Thursday. Correct. But, but we will be there yep. for, the big, for the big one. I'm gonna, I got to go stretch. I got to get my hips ready for this. <laughs> yeah. You need to do more than stretch, my friend. Uh, you know, without a time limit, because there's no time limit on this, I, I could just stand there and take a deep breath, and, and I'll hit all 50. Yeah, standing there with 185 on your back, resting, quote unquote, resting, that's going to make you feel way better. You're right. You're going to be good. I'm just I, would, making... I would go one minute between reps. <laughs> think of it as a 50-minute EMOM where you're just holding the bar on your back. I think that's a good approach, Jay. I think you'll work out really, really well. I got it. I got this. All right. Well, now you've heard it. The Open is coming. Be ready for it. If you have more questions on it, reach out to us. But thanks, Todd, for letting us know how Dry Fitness runs it. And hopefully everyone that just listened to this will have a successful open at their box. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, one more time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send us any feedback you have to at Best Hour of Their Day on Instagram and Best Hour of Their Day at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email. We appreciate you. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your day.